0: EFT Media
1: You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo All the fun Radio show. Everybody likes it Listen, Listen to his shit, shit.
0: To Cinema Crespo-Tiso. Are you good? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 406 of Cinema Crespo Diso. I'm your host, Chris Crespo. I am in the Crespo-Diso studio. It is autumn. It is a crisp, cool. 84 degrees outside. Balmy. I think it's even raining. You no, know, it's a, raining. There's no, Yeah, there's no windows in this room. With me is Juicy Cogger Drew. Actually,
1: there are two very large windows, Chris. They are just boarded
0: up. No, I don't see no windows. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind. Technically,
1: <laughs> they're still there. <laughs> Whether see you art. see them or not.
0: I only see grandiose art all around me. For I s- am now surrounded by art on all four sides. It's like the golden childhood. We have surrounded him on all sides with evil it's the same thing yes. where i am surrounded by all sides all sides with, with evil With well, somebody. <laughs> there is some problematic culture represented in, in some of these images which is fine it's part of the point we can't hide from who we are and what we do but we can reflect on it and hopefully grow from it what am i talking about i don't know <laughs> uh it's another super lemon haze episode is what it is I, I, I'm now, anyway, I'm not, not going to go there. The, uh, we are talking about uh, new movies that came out on Netflix this week. Well, one new movie that came out on Netflix, really. Actually, Drew, I should have asked you. Did you see it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> so we, it's always a little easier when we both see a movie. We, we saw The Trial of the Chicago 7. Yes. What did you even know about? The real life stuff, any of this Abby Hoffman, Mayor Daly, Chicago what, the the well, DNC the, convention. The
1: only thing I knew of it was I I didn't know the people's names. I, I sure. knew I basically knew the broad strokes. I knew mm-hmm. that there was a protest. Mm-hmm. I know that it turned into a riot. Mm-hmm. I know people went on trial mm-hmm. and then were subsequently it was all taken back. <laughs>
0: okay, yeah, yeah. History spoilers. Yeah, guys, we're, we're gonna do we're gonna have history spoilers in this episode. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: So, like I said, I knew, I, I knew the broad strokes, and okay. I, and I, and I knew it was basically. Uh, Nixon in the hard right with his m- law and order stance Nixonian really politics. flexing those muscles. The
0: beginning of that, yes. something we see a lot happening now with uh, Bill Barr and the DOJ. Uh, I can see why Sorkin felt like it was a good time to be telling this
1: movie. For one single line. In the entire movie, that really rang true. I mean, that... that About
0: the government having
1: contempt for... Well, no, that Bill that that, Bill me. Barr needs to be, like, sat down and told. Oh, that the Attorney General man. is mm-hmm. not... That the oh, President yeah. of the United States is not a client of the Attorney General. <laughs> and then I was like, so... <laughs>
0: Who is it? is it the Constitution? Is it some sort of vague thing? Or is it the government te- itself? Or te- the technically, it's the people. It's the people. Yes. We the people.
1: Yes. We yeah. are the people. We, are we. When it, when it says the United States of America versus. Yeah. The United States of America is us. It's us. That is you. That's true. That is me. That's that true. is anyone who paid taxes.
0: Unless it's versus
1: us. Well, in which case, it's still our tax dollars going against us. Ooh. That's the way it works. That stings. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. That stings me in the old wallet bee hole uh, Well... I don't even think I, I, from what I knew, so that's all, and,
1: and that's all I. Know. I didn't know the reasons. Like, well, did, did you know Mayor Daley? Didn't know any of the political stuff behind it. You didn't did, know that did, it was a
0: Democratic convention. Didn't know it was
1: a Democratic convention. Mm. Didn't know that the the majority of you know. I didn't know anything about the judge. I didn't know I nothing about anything. The, I didn't know anything about the specifics I, of the trial. I didn't. I didn't know that. You know, it was all politically motivated. I just know that these people were, you know, "quote unquote" found guilty, Mm -hmm. and then people came to realize that they weren't. I never even, for whatever reason, I
0: knew nothing about the trial and all that stuff. Like vaguely aware of Hoffman, that there was a so vaguely aware it wasn't taught that in school. Mm. You know, I had a nice Christian upbringing that stayed away from the the scary politics of our world Mm -hmm. and and our culture. But from reading Hunter S. Thompson, uh, he as a reporter was at the DNC. He was oh, at that's... he covered that protest. So uh it's written about in Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail seventy two. Mm-hmm. He writes about being at the sixty eight DNC and seeing the the uh cops billy clubbing people and, and all this shit and all the all the the craziness. Yeah. So I knew f- through then you gotta consider that then through the lens of Hunter S. Thompson, I knew about quote daily and his thugs mm-hmm. and all the that had happened at the Democratic National Convention. I didn't really understand the whole. It, it's that there was a really protesting against Hubert Humphrey's nomination. It's sort of like if a bunch of Bernie Bros showed up at the DNC this year. Uh, where was the DNC supposed to be at this year? I forgot. Not the because uh, because the, the conventions got all Wasn't fucked up all, this year. They're all virtual. I think it was
1: one of the Carolinas. What?
0: That was the RNC. Oh, well, that the RNC sense. was well, anyways. So, like imagine that, yeah. <laughs> that so, makes perfect right? sense, right? So then, like a bunch of Bernie Bros descend. So then the local like Democratic mayor has his cops like uh, show up and beat everyone up, and yeah. and it looks like Portland. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can see why this yeah. movie uh, felt relevant to the people making them like we should probably tell this story right now yeah either, well i mean you know, it's what 60 we, years old
1: we are 50 years we old. are once again repeating history
0: chris because we obviously didn't learn the first time the first time and depending on the outcome here of a, of a certain election may not
1: may not learn the second time either i mean fool may. me fool me once shame on you i mean shame yeah. on you chris she'll fool me twice ah, fucking hell maybe
0: a whole new trial whole <laughs> new trial whole new chicago seven we'll see <coughs> uh, okay Star-studded cast for the most part, a lot, a lot of great people yeah. doing all sorts of accents. Yes, most
1: most <laughs> most of them doing accent work, and you know some of it's better accent work than I've seen them sure. do.
0: Sure. Um, the most noticeable ones: Cohen, Sasha Baron Cohen doing Abby Hoffman's Boston accent, mm-hmm. uh, pock the, pock the yeah, a little,
1: yeah, a little, parody, uh, yeah, he uh,
0: a little satire-ish. It, yeah. He could have just a wee bit. Like, I mean, Hoffman, sure, he was from Boston. He had an accent, but it wasn't, like, that strong or anything. You can easily pull up videos, which I'm sure he did, and copy his uh, mannerisms and cadence and whatever. But anyway, that being said. And also, aside from the fact that he's a 49-year-old man playing a 32-year-old guy, mm-hmm. uh, like, notice me, like, this guy is not... Well,
1: it's, it's all right. As long as you clean shave him and make his hair go all crazy, that distracts from the obvious... Aged, <laughs> yeah. The, the, the wrinkle,
0: the wrinkle neck. Uh-huh. I don't know. He's aging. Sasha Baron Cohen. They're, they're acting, Chris. They're actors. They are acting. All of them are acting through haircuts and and <coughs> and whatnot. And their clothing. Eddie Redmayne from mm-hmm. England. We got uh also playing a an American, Uh Mark, Mark Rylance. a Brett. Yeah, is he yeah. English or yes, Irish? He uh, he, he's
1: he's one from of them, the UK. One of them. Definitely. Jeremy Strong as well.
0: Uh, is he? Yeah. See, there we go. I was like, "Where is this guy? This guy's familiar." Uh, a lot of a lot of very familiar actors. Uh, Joseph- oh
1: no, he's from Boston. Never mind. Oh, there
0: you go. Joseph Gordon Levitt. Oh,
1: but he did. He was doing accent. I mean, he had a really bad accent in that Guy Ritchie movie that we just saw him in.
0: Uh, the Gentleman. Mm-hmm. There we go.
1: But he's he's really good. He's one of the leads in uh,
0: Secession. Okay. That's where that's where I first noticed him. Oh, okay. There you go. So. Uh Yeah my Mateen the second? Correct. Uh Bobby Seal probably one of my favorite parts of the movie is for sure the the Bobby Seal stuff, the Black Panther stuff. Not much of it in the movie, but I guess the story itself sort of dictates that it would then yeah. stop being a part. There's a weird thing where they bend. I did a little bit of reading about the the trial and how they did sort of bend some things where he's like they're outside calling the, the trial, of the Chicago Seven. I'm the, I'm an eighth person, I'm not even part of this man, I'm trying to emphasize how he's not part of it. Yeah. Uh, but it was initially the, the trial of Chicago Eight. Yeah, I'm and, sure. And then when his part got severed, then they changed it to Chicago okay. Seven and became. Our, anyway, and there's several already versions of this like trial being told in, in movie form uh, with some interesting casts. Themselves, uh, it's fun looking back and seeing who's cast as who. Oh, that's analog there. Uh, Frank Mangella, fucking Skeletor, fuck yeah, as the judge, yeah, Judge Hoffman, the, the old C now racist judge, yes, the <laughs> <laughs> old now racist judge is like, no one's ever called me racist. Well, <laughs> he is uh, pretty great. You literally just bound and gagged a
1: black man in court, so hey, um... <laughs> you know, he would,
0: he would, if he would just listen, <laughs> uh, uh, just listen to the state apparatus, and he'd still be here. Uh, the uh, how old is Nanjel? He's got to be pushing oh, 85, 90 Let's years old. Out. Uh, he is 82. He was born in 1930. He was actually born on January 1st, 1938. Wow, New Year's baby. Mm-hmm. Look at that. He is great in this. Yeah, everyone's very, very good. It's all, and the, the best parts are probably the well, so here's the thing the best parts are probably the courtroom stuff. Yeah, well, it's because it's
1: best parts of it are a lot of the talkie talk because right. it's written by Aaron it's, sorkin it is sorkin. Mm-hmm. such an Aaron sorkin movie yes so much though that he directed it that's the problem he, yeah. he, he's not agreed. a great director agreed he, he's
0: a fine director
1: he's like you know, a tv no, you know level director you know what you're right he is he is fine <laughs> yeah the movie was fine it was written well it yes. was acted well yes. it
0: definitely could have been it takes some interesting um narrative mm-hmm. devices yeah. right you had know, a couple things gone he had hoffman telling his version on stage you had uh during the trial flashbacks to the events that they're talking about so yep. it's like kind of filtered down mm-hmm. in a weird way but then again that's the writing yep. right but then you look at it it's like yeah
2: it's, right. it's it,
0: fine it, it's fine enough in that sorkin i think got out of his own way he allowed the people around him to just do their work he gave them simple instructions this is what i want just capture this they did it it looks good they checked they, 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 yeah. they, 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 yes did the camera break during the set? No. Go, okay move on moving on <laughs> right we're, we're making this yeah. happen uh, he is not going to be a Fincher level no. director of like obsessing over the lighting mm-hmm. and making sure. Uh, he just did his thing. This is only the second movie he's directed, I think. I think so, right? Molly's Game, yeah. which I haven't even seen. Have you seen? You saw Molly's Game, right? How was it, it was- Chris? It was fine. Overall, fine. How was the writing, like story, or was the type of thing where the directing kind of held it back, or are you just not that into the story? Uh, well, I
1: think I mean the the writing was fine. The mm. story itself was a little lame. Okay. I don't think there was enough.
0: Not, not enough. There just th- there wasn't it.
1: enough tension
0: there to justify it. The opposite of this. Yeah. Because sort of, this had a lot.
1: No, plenty of tension. Right. Yeah. The, the other one, it was just it was the story was a little bland. Mm. But o- mm-hmm. overall, I mean, the movie looked. Fine, sure. Like it was a a movie. Exactly, it mm-hmm. was a movie to be put in theaters. <laughs> it hit both of those marks. Fine. Okay, <laughs> but nothing
0: to be like. No, I, I can't sh- wait for the next sh- Aaron Sorkin. Should it win
1: another? Movie. Should it win any awards? No. Did yeah. should people let Aaron Sorkin keep writing? Yes. yes. Should,
0: should he keep directing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should direct a. You yeah. should direct a TV show. Like I said, The thing with whatever. TV is that TV gets you reps. You know, seriously, if, if he would
1: if, if he would t- if you were to direct like a long form <laughs> television show, you know, like one of these hour long HBO things. Limited series. Yeah, I'd be totally okay with that. Yeah, give him an eight that's hour limited enough. series. That, yeah. that, that's that's and, a thing. Streaming has that and, purview. And, and this movie, mm-hmm. like, I mean, it's written well enough to be shown in theaters. Yes. But I don't think as a Entertainment experience.
0: It's good enough what to be just, shown in theater. What it had justified it? Two-hour two movie, so not necessarily short. No, but it doesn't feel doesn't feel long because it moves. Doesn't feel long. It, it has a good pace um, and a lot happens. So, and then I was very surprised. I pulled it up on Netflix. fixing this two hours and ten minutes? I'm like, okay, we got a, we got a decent little hunk of a movie here. And then it got to the two-hour mark and it ended. I'm like, what? And I pulled it up. Nine minutes of credits mm-hmm. on this fucking I can thing. See that. Um, so, the two hour movie. In two hours, they got they told a lot of story that involved a lot of characters. Not all of them were, like, quote, developed or anything. Um, but uh, the the important parts, I think, were developed yeah. in a way that it, it makes for an entertaining movie. Would it have been worth seeing in theaters? It was made, obviously, to be seen in theaters. It was made by Paramount, they sold it to Netflix for I think $100 million, something like that. And maybe more, because it looks like it costs, the, the budget may be out there. It looks like it's like a $65, $80 million movie. Decent amount of people in it. Actually, a nine-minute credit sequence. That I could mean, be an $80 million, I mean, I don't really know, million dollar movie, know. million movie. They're worth that many set pieces. They held back a lot on the actual rioting stuff. Yes, for sure. And use well, a liberal and, amount of stock footage, actual uh, footage. Yeah. And then just but the to actual
1: footage, that, that helps to make you remember that this
0: fucking happened. Yeah, this, isn't a, <laughs> this isn't an over-dramatization. Yeah. Like, here's an actual yeah. uh, cop clubbing someone over the head yeah. with a, with a yeah. piece of wood. Uh-huh. Um, are you shocked that this, is, this happened? Then? <laughs> look, oh, I look outside the window. <laughs> hey, look, guess what? It's still happening today. It's happening now. Ain't that crazy? Mm, yeah. So, I think streaming, it's funny that they made it four theaters, but streaming feels like the it feels, right It feels home like the right home for it. it. It feels like it found, water found its own level. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. found, it found its it spot. Fu- yeah, it did. And it's good. If it was, obviously because of it the social network, if it was like directed by Fincher... Then, oh, then a different movie then he he would have had <laughs> the scope he would have you know get rid of the Daniel Pemberton score yeah. bring in Reznor Ross yeah. really blow uh-huh. this thing up yeah we, we would
1: well that and visually as well like we would have seen Homeboy instead of just hearing about him dying
0: we would have seen him get killed by the police oh we would have seen the Fred Hampton stuff yeah that would
1: that, oh, that, that would have that, that been like front and center yeah, yeah it was interesting <laughs> way they
0: did it like it's by the cops showing up and if you know history then like oh this is obviously the yeah. Fred Hampton bit um but yeah Obviously adventure yeah, yeah. would have like-
1: we, we would have seen that we there, we probably would have seen mr abdul the second get beat up even more in that room and that bounding and gagging would have been oh, would that be, that would, would have harsh. been literally borderline torture
0: yeah it, it, and even like the way they brought him out and had him sit there yeah he, would have, he, been he like, would have been struggling he would have been actually
1: crying he, in the fincher movie yeah. like he really would like he would be in like visible pain be, and like, discomfort
0: grow, like girl with a dragon tattoo level exactly of, like, this yeah
1: uncomfortable. yeah and frank langello would just be staring dead into his eyes just like
0: Yes. I guess, I guess he mad. Total <laughs> Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> that son of a uh-huh. bitch. The, yes. but, but that's the Vintage version. Or even, I would even take then also the Catherine Bigelow version, which would have been more like uh, Zero Dark. Yeah, she could have tone for her Zero Dark Thirty Sins, where it's like the more intense. Um, I hate to use the word gritty, so overused. But, like, it feels more lived in, like, this is a recreation. This is actually happening. We're there, as opposed to... This is a movie set. Actors acting, <laughs> yes. And it always feels... Duster, like, Gordon. love it. <laughs> yeah, the, the movie almost always feels like actors acting. Yeah, look at uh, <clears throat> uh, Almost Batman. Look at Robin over yeah. there, uh, pretending to be an actor. He's having fun. He's wearing thick glasses. We're having a good time. The, the DA is so, like... not his uh, partner, the US attorney like his boss, so like arch and uh like comic book level. Well yeah, dude he he, he is literally
1: like the silent hand behind the government. <laughs> yeah. and he, he only says like a handful of words the whole movie. And he and, he just and, sits there and gives the judge looks and the judge does what those looks the, apparently the, mean. Yeah, and,
0: <laughs> and then when he does speak, I guess in the script Sorkin wrote next to his dialogue uh, as douchey as possible. Yeah, he, he, he wrote uh, sniveling <laughs> every every line. Completely
1: of out of touch with reality. Snivels he doesn't understand what is going on in the courtroom. He's like,
0: why? Why are they standing? What are you doing? It's uh, it's parts of it get a little kind of overwrought, cheesy, but overall, you know, because it is true, mostly true, obviously, and I wonder how much of the courtroom stuff is just. Uh, like, as much of the transcripts as possible. Because why not do that? No. Or just use the transcripts. Um, obviously condense them, maybe edit them down or whatever. And maybe play with the jokey jokes. Right. Or did those jokey jokes actually happen? Or they probably did. These guys were um, showmen, some yeah. of these uh, defendants. How much of it was actually real? You could go through a real rabbit hole, down a rabbit hole of verifying stuff, and I'm sure someone's already written some long explainer, like Vox, uh, how much of the <laughs> movie is, like explainer, it's 20 pages long. do I want to do that, though? Does this movie make me want to go down that rabbit hole? No. I think I'm fine I, with the... I understand the broad strokes. I get I, it.
1: I, I, I get nah, Yeah, yeah
0: I right? Get it. I get it. Life sucked then. It sucks now. The government... Are they're, It's consisting of institutions that could work well for us, and in some ways they do. But, but in a ta- lot of ways, they don't. Especially when they're populated by terrible people, uh, such as they are now, unless, of course, you're uh, a supporter of the regime, in which case, now, I guess everything's hung door. <laughs> I think everything's going right. right the way we're, the way you want it. We're crushing. <laughs> we're, we continue to crush the radical left, right? Yeah. The, the leftist violence that's uh-huh. bringing our nation down. We, we They... they care more about uh unborn babies and illegal aliens than they do their fellow americans we know i got that backwards anyway i can't even keep my uh
1: i can't keep my satire. that's all right and anymore. then and the rights so all uh Gun nuts and QAnon,
0: so. The right's all gun nuts and QAnons, the left's are all... Well, some of them are gun nuts and... and yeah, they're Antifas. They can't be... They're not gunless Antifas. I just want to... Antifa.
1: I just want to know how anti-fascist put, became a bad thing. We're going to put Antifa on
0: trial. I don't... We're going to put them all on trial. I got Gandhi. <laughs> all right, we put them on trial. Put him on trial. Jesus Christ, he came back. <laughs> put him on trial. If they found him guilty he, once, dude. we'll find him guilty again. I
1: was, I was about to, <laughs> Do, Donald Trump is the type of guy who would see the reincarnation of Jesus and
0: be like, the radical left must be put down. They must put him down. <laughs> without him speaking in tongues. What is that? <laughs> I don't understand him. Do you? <laughs> Bailiff, bring in the gags. Uh, It's a Netflix movie. It's two hours. It's worth watching. Yeah. It's it's worth watching. It it's, 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 it's fun. Good. It's fun watching history repeat, and it's fun watching. Yeah, it's absolutely true it's that, that too. Or is it leftist Hollywood again trying to tell us what to think and how to feel, doing the spin machine, the liberal Hollywood bubble? Meanwhile, there are a bunch of pedophiles. <laughs> right, there are a bunch of pedophiles over there. They're they're liberal leftists who are also pedophiles because they drink the blood of babies. I just, I mean, and the media is not going (laughs) to tell you this because that's what they're paid to do, and it's fine. It's fine. We see right through it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I I believe in that. Now, when it comes to climate change, I want more data. Give me the data on the climate change. Okay, but when we're talking about the liberals drinking the baby's blood, I believe it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh huh. You you also probably believe the earth is flat, don't you?
0: Oh. <laughs> where's the horizon show me show me the horizon <laughs> driving to the horizon if it was round how come I don't fall off the edge if I'm rolling and I'm rolling <sighs> uh did you see that new duck sauce video let's get into our media diet no duck sauce all right I'll, uh I'm gonna write this oh up.
1: wait I think you showed I think you sent me a link Or
0: you posted something on Facebook? I posted something on Facebook. I may have also. I was like, I need to send this to Drew. I
1: think I watched a couple minutes of it and was like, I'm not sure if I understand what's going on here.
0: Uh, pull it up, but uh, we'll watch watch it on the break, uh, so you can give people your opinion. This Duck Sauce video is one of the greatest music videos of all time, and it's. uh,
1: I mean, it, it it looks like it's uh, it looks like the planning process for making an actual video.
0: Yes, yes. And then it goes places. (laughs) Dude, it goes. I don't don't even want to say. The name of the song is Mesmerized, ladies and gentlemen. Pause this podcast right now. Watch YouTube. Watch a video. It's like four-something minutes, five minutes long. Um, And then come back, and we'll get Drew's thoughts on it after the break. I am. I'm just going to go in order of my notes here as I wrote them down. Disney Plus threw on some Simpsons this week because I'm, you know, intermittently remembering to do that. Drusicogber and I have transitioned from season four into season five. And holy cow. Change. Not necessarily change, but it's just like. Classic episode, classic episode, classic that's So, so, so the, the,
1: the, this is one of this is like the start of the high point. So I am, the, the, I am like, in the sweet spot. The, the golden episodes, the ones yeah. that go on in perpetuity, the ones where it's just like, fucking this episode again. I mean, it's good, but Jesus Christ. Even then, <laughs> I
0: was like, yes, I will watch Gabbo. I will watch the Gabbo episode. Like, So I'm enjoying the um. Gabbo was actually the end of season four. And yeah, I'm just like, man, these are good. These are all so good. Super enjoying them. And i watched watching those on Disney Plus Season 5. There's a show on Netflix I've watched. Almost every episode, 6 out of 7, 5 out of 6. I got kind of tired, went to bed. High score? Oh, the story of video games? Yes.
1: I, I've seen it on there, it's on my list, I it's just
0: haven't. Pretty good. Pretty good I mean, stuff is enjoyable. I, for the most part, I lived through it. So. Yeah, so that's what makes some of it right interesting in that the way they split it up, it's a limited series. Uh, episode one is about all the arcade stuff and tells that old story about the arcade boom. And the most interesting part about it is how it gets from they talk to the guy who started Atari and then they talk to the guy who developed ET. And he, I don't know if he told the story elsewhere, but he tells real quick, pretty quickly. Yeah, the, the, the reportedly the worst game ever made. Probably the worst game ever made. He, well, he talks about why it happened. He's like, well, I just came off a game that took, uh, eight months to produce. Typically, it took six to eight months to make a game. They hit me up July 31st and asked for a game by September 1st. That sounds about right. And uh, and no. I was like, I can do it. Spent five weeks, uh, writing it, gave it to Spielberg. I he mean, game tested, gave it a thumbs up. They put it out the market. I and mean, then for the rest the, of the, the
1: fact that, they, that, that game even got made in right. five weeks is right. a
0: fucking miracle. And, and, <laughs> and from the time he turned it in to the time it came out, he was just like, I, I did it. <laughs> like victory. And then it came out. Defeat. Um, it was interesting hearing from him. The culture of Atari, hearing about all that stuff. and <coughs> That first episode's pretty good. Second one's about Nintendo. Uh, so that's a lot of fun. And not straight up an hour or 45 minutes really of just uh, Nintendo dominating in the 80s, and Nintendo of America, and how all that developed. Nintendo Power Magazine, that was uh, yeah. f- a little fascinating how they got into... And then the, the slow decline. They didn't even bother with that. It was really? Just, yeah, Because this... there was a point
1: in time where Nintendo was not Top Dog anymore.
0: Well, well okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I, again, I haven't, I haven't watched the last episode, but the... What The period they're covering does end, it seems, for the most part, in the 90s. They talk okay. a little bit about modern so, games. Well,
1: yeah. Technically, the 90s, Nintendo
0: was still pretty much top dog. Yes. So, episode four is the Console Wars episode where it's right now Sega is showing up and they're doing Genesis does what Nintendo don't and development of Sonic. Uh, they talked to the creator of Sonic and mm. all that. Um, so I mean, they talked to a lot of very key people, which is good for the show, uh, good for, for information. And... Episode so those episodes are like, Yeah, I remember all this stuff. I remember having an Atari and be like, This sucks and they get a Nintendo and be like, Well this is way better. Episode three is about um was it episode three? It was about RPGs. And the history of RPGs, point text text games, mm-hmm. and how that developed into yeah. RPGs of today. And so that's the a kind of genre of a game that I didn't play much of at all. No, I really was not into. That shit was my jam. So you may love that episode. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I was still entertained by it and thought it was uh, good stuff. Um,. Well, I mean, it goes from pen and paper to computer screens to graphics. Yes, yeah, they talk about all. It's int- Yeah, it's uh, fascinating you know? that people do that, and they talk to the people who like, developed the very first games. Like, this is what we did. This is how we got it to show graphics on a on a floppy disk. that hell, what one hundred and fifty? You know one hundred fifty k. Uh, ten seconds worth of music.
1: You know? There was Man, a, it's a miracle what people did back then. I mean, I played in MMORPG, mm-hmm. but bef- b- before anybody even coined the phrase there was a there was a bbs board Uh. that had a text adventure on it called lord legend of the red dragon and multiple people played in the universe and depending who was on like you could fight people and whatnot like it was but it was all text-based
0: wow was there a moderator no you're all you're all on on your own
1: yeah well because you know the the game could only you can only it's not like you could talk to other people you can only do stuff within the game sure, code. Sure, so
0: sure. digital LARPing. That's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, episode six is going to get into shooters, part big part of it. So th- th- the story of Doom that's how they ended episode five and how it's like a big real Doom. and and how and how how currently doom will play on any device with a screen yeah i saw that people were playing on like uh uh, like pregnancy tests
1: (laughs) people somebody found a way to run doom inside of another video game like inside like, Minecraft, or like something. In, like in a, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah I think it goes Minecraft. Yeah,
1: specifically. Yes. Yes. So not. So we have we have we have Doomception now, where where awesome. where Doom is being played inside of other people inside of other video games. It's pretty. It's pretty amazing.
0: Uh, I would definitely, if you like video games, even recreationally, at any point, I think it's worth watching. It's an entertaining series, pretty well put together, fast moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how much necessarily you're going to... If you're really into video games, I don't know how much you're going to learn. I think there's still going to be stuff in there to learn because they do talk to some really good people. Yeah. Uh, six episodes, 45 minutes. It's good. Yeah, It's funny how at the end of episode five... Oh, because episode five was fighting games. So that was a fun one. Yeah. Talked to the guys who came up with... Uh, street Fighter, and then they talked to the guys who came up with Mortal Kombat, and then how uh, the government came down, and that created the ESRB. And uh, and then it was funny how they're like, oh, the violence, this, violence, 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 and then no one was ready for and Then It was like Doom, the logo comes up first. Like, <laughs> you want to, you think that shit's violent? Yeah. You haven't played Doom or Duke Nukem? <laughs> oh, the way, the way did it did it was like uh, one month after the hearings, <laughs> Doom comes out. <laughs> People's minds melt.
1: Oh my God, it's satanic!
0: Great. yeah No, but, but well, we're, we're killing, killing the demons. <laughs> the demons are bad guys, and
1: they're on Mars too. We're not on Earth. We're on Mars.
0: We're on, on another yeah, planet. It's fine. They're Martian demons. It's fine. <laughs> we're gonna work out a deal with the Martian demons. <laughs> they're fine. They're fine people. Just <laughs> compete on, on both sides. We're gonna bring in the best Martian demons. Okay. We went. We want the good immigrants. I can just. See I don't one want, of the those Mexicans, I want the Mexicans. I don't want the marshals. Flying demons.
1: eyeballs just floating behind Trump. This is, like, this like, is
0: our new like, cabinet. Like nodding and yeah, just nodding. This is our new Secretary of State. <laughs> his name is Florg. One of those fire demons just sitting there with fire the fucking demon. with
1: with the uh, the like uh, Secret Service glasses. Yeah. Someone says something. He just
0: opens his mouth and fire comes out. <laughs> he gets one of the reporters. Anyone else have a question? <laughs> that's, my, that's my news. Press secretary. He's a demon sp- <laughs> he's a demon's Yeah, uh, It sounds about right. <clears throat> like, okay, well, four, four <laughs> more years. Yes, yes, sir. Four more years. And then, of course, now that he's connected to, uh, to the power of hell, he is now sort of like has an undead power coursing through him. So uh, even at the age of like 70 something, we can look forward to 8, 10, 12 more years, 16. I mean, who knows,
1: Chris, if he, if he loses the election, he, he might leave the country. So you heard that right. You're going to say that right. To where? I did see him tweet once he's, uh, He straight up No he said At yeah. one of the rallies That leave, if, we'll if, if he leaves He might have to leave the country And you know what oh, he, because, uh, He's because right Because he might be fucking screwed Because he may be prosecuted
0: <laughs> I'll go to Russia the, He would too Actually that's the only place He could go Or Belarus The um, What was I going to say Yeah it doesn't matter Rewatch the people Under the stairs That's available <laughs> that's, a, that's a good segue Rewatch that. That's on Sling TV. Technically, it's on AMC. There's like an AMC Plus app. I didn't, I didn't know you were a slinger. On Sling, I've been singing for a while, man. You know me. I'm a slinger. <laughs> like that. that. That was a, that was a sling mm-hmm. flop. That, that was a wet one. The uh, Sling has AMC. Uh, apparently, there's also an AMC Plus app. I don't know to have no idea how I it
1: works. I, have, I heard... Uh, uh,
0: I think you have to have cable. Oh, yeah. On, also- on
1: Hulu, I saw an ad for AMC. like, you can only watch this show on AMC, whatever. And I'm like, seriously, guys? Like, you're not as good as it used to be.
0: Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, they're not. They, <laughs> they, they had their <laughs> heyday.
1: You used to have me. I used to be there. Not anymore.
0: <laughs> they had their uh, Mad Men Breaking Bad heyday. Guys, it's been a while. And even the beginning of Hell on Wheels was good. It was. Oh, yeah, sure. Hell on Wheels was going on at that same time. Sure. The ending of Meals is not so much, but the In, beginning was good. Into the Badlands has its fans. But then, everyone, you forget about the, that low winter sun. <laughs> what? <laughs> Aha, remember the Mark Strong show where there were cops investigating the murder that they committed? No. <laughs> I watched the pilot. And I was like, this is not good. Not good. That's good to good, good TV. And everyone agreed the show got canceled after one season. Decent premise, though. The, the body washes up. Some cops are called in. No, first the cops kill the guy. Yeah. And then the body washes up. Oh, we have to investigate our, ourselves. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, we're putting you in charge of the investigation. It's like, fine. We'll take care of it. That's Mark Strong. We will not find the real killers because... Because it does. Well, fuck. And then Mark Strong's thing. Whereas an English guy mm-hmm. doing the American accent, so he sounds like... <laughs> sounds a little like House a bit here. Um... People Under the Stairs is a fun Wes Craven film from '91, I think. For people who don't know, Vin Reims has a small part in it. The uh, Everett McGill is also in it. Have you seen it? It's a uh, it's I mean, one where when film. I was I haven't seen it. I don't think like as it, like yeah, it's a that, cognizant <clears throat> adult. I feel like it's something that was on TV it a was. lot in the '90s. Uh, And then it's kind of fallen out of the conversation for whatever reason. But it's like a fun, wild, wacky movie. And then, of course, since it's Wes Craven, he likes throwing some, you know. It's like, I'm making horror, but I'm also trying to have some sort of a point. So it throws in a little bit of um, sort of race-related wealth inequality with the bad people being uh, slumlords. And uh, the whole reason these people break into their house to begin with is because they're like, they're full clothes on their house and they're kicking us out. Uh, But it's about these, it's these Age old break into a house that you shouldn't, and then getting caught inside there.
1: Exactly. You break into a house, and now you have to find your way out because yeah. you
0: broke into the wrong house. The wrong house. Wrong house. Uh, but this one's got jokes, too. So it's good for the kids. I definitely recommend watching it with kids, people under the stairs. I mean, the lead character is a kid. so That's probably why I was on TV all yeah. the time. The kids will like this shit. Um, and uh, yeah, it's about it for my media died this week. What do you got?
1: Uh, The Vow episode eight. I was yes. wrong. Well, uh, The Vow is one episode behind Lovecraft Country.
0: Okay, because I just did episode nine, which I did not watch.
1: But I'm, I'm actually really, I just heard that The Vow is gonna get a season two,
0: maybe. So, so does this is does do- if you're in episode eight by this point. Have they gotten into any of the arrests or trials or stuff like no, that? No, maybe that'll be season two. Yeah, because this guy's gonna be well, yeah, um, he, sentenced in a few weeks here.
1: Yeah, no, he he was already sentenced.
0: Was he the yeah. guy the the sex trafficking? Keith Renier? yeah, the human yeah, trafficking yeah, guy. Yeah. I thought that was happening in a couple weeks here. No, he's been sentenced
1: uh, a couple weeks ago. The Seagram's heiress that was giving him all the money, yeah. She just got convicted, and she, a- Allison Mack, I'm pretty sure it's her trial that's coming up. Oh, her trial's coming or, or up, or
0: maybe her okay. sentencing. Okay, or whatever. So be- it's, because it's all, she was, there's a lot of staggering of people. Yes. Uh, yes. So then maybe yes, yeah, so the second season could be about trial it, stuff, fallout, all that, finding uh, people who left, and things like that. Who knows? I'll just listen to an episode be of season two, um, so. season two. I was just listening to an episode of a mediocre time with Tom and Dan. And apparently a BDM, one of their subscribers was part of the nextDM cult and uh, called in and gave him like a 30, 40 minute lowdown on a lot uh, of that the weird shit. nonsense yeah, on how uh, she was. She was the girlfriend of the director guy. What's his name? Um, the guy what the bleep do we know they were dating at the time so that's why she got recruited too because it was like a package deal and then once they broke up they were like yeah we got no use for you anymore but it's some interesting fucking shit she left right before the branding apparently
1: Smart. Yeah.
0: Well, I, it's not like she <laughs> knew it was branding, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Smart. Yeah, it's crazy, right? She could yeah. branded. Then I guess someone else just put out a book okay, about it called Scarred.
1: I mean, I'm sure. I mean, it's hot, the hot shit, new hot shit right now, it, so well, everyone's it's, fucking
0: it's, it's, making I mean, that cash grab. What was that So We had a good cult. Mm. Uh, the Hale-Bop. Yeah,
1: and yeah and pretty even, much.
0: Even then, we didn't know about them. Heaven's Gate. We didn't know about them. No, we didn't tell after them afterwards. Yeah. They did. Uh-huh. What are they can tell us now? We could get that much juice out of this. That was 94. Four-ish? Ninety-two-ish? Yeah. And that was right around the same time as David Koresh. Wasn't he, like, ninety-two-ish? Mm-hmm. Branch Davidians? Yeah. Man, we're, yeah, we're all in good cult stuff at.
1: They're just underground. They don't like being, you know? I mean, some yeah. of the biggest cults are just right in our faces these days. So, Scientology, hello.
0: That's true. They they own Clearwater Beach. Um, so, cults don't exist anymore, trust me. Mm-hmm. Uh Okay. By the way, I'm going to retrieve some QAnon stuff. By the way... I don't know what QAnon is. Retweet, retweet. retweet. <laughs> retweet. uh Retweet. <clears throat> okay, The Vow, ep 8. Good stuff. Uh, Lovecraft Country, episode 9. Okay, so I uh, am holding it because 10 is tonight. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do a... A twofer. I'm going to do a twofer. I don't, I don't want to... Uh, I can wait. But now I don't have to wait anymore. Cause yeah. now it, it, it's it, only a few hours away, Chris. It, it's here. Uh, are you keyed up? Are you ready for am, man, the season finale? Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. I'm interested they, to see they, how, it all, how it all goes. They queued it up nicely for you, and the penultimate penultimate episodes are yeah. usually pretty wild.
1: Yeah. Yeah? yeah? it was fun. It was wacky. Are,
0: are they starting to bring things together? Because it has been a lot of episodes I mean, of, like, here's the Hippolyta episode, well, no, exa- here's the Rose episode. Well,
1: no, exactly. This is kind of along that
0: route-ish. Starting to wrap things up. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, mean, I don't want to give anything away. I so,
0: mean, I mean, you a little bit. So, was, was, uh, episode nine is the Tulsa episode. Ooh, I was wondering if they were gonna fucking yeah, no, we go there. Yep, uh huh. I wonder when Watchmen came out where they're like, damn it,
1: <laughs> <laughs> maybe, <laughs> like, fuck, maybe, yeah, you
0: know. that's interesting. Uh-huh. Uh huh. All right, so then is it Michael K. Williams kind of heavy or, or uh, on his yes and ca- no his character? At well, least? no, yeah, so, because we're going, we're going back, we're going, so. What was that like? Thirty years. So ago?
1: It, it's almost kind of like the uh, like a Terminator episode too, because wait, what? Because well, uh, because, junk, but, junk, 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 be, junk. because time travel is involved yes. and things. That, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah and, and things that it. we learned about the story because throughout the series, you know, we've been learning bits and pieces of the personal stories of what happened to
0: the actual family,
1: the family during the Tulsa. Yeah, like like you know, we lost the book. We don't know what happened to it. Mm. The house burned down. Yeah. Everybody inside. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, You know, some dude came in swinging a bat, yada, yada, yada. Mm. So we go back and it's kind of a Terminator episode where we find out, you know, some of these things happened Mm. back then Mm. because they time traveled to there. So it all.
0: I was born Uh so I could send my father back in time to have sex so I could be born. Yes. That's the only way. That type of shit. That's the only way it could work. Yeah. So that type of shit. Okay. I' uh, more more in belief that's the only way it can work. Does that mean there is yeah. no free will? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah create right. episode nine. It okay. was a good one. Uh, excellent, excellent excellent. I'm glad I'm glad that the the show has been working out well and it's yeah. been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We have to read that book.
1: uh also watched I uh, finished season two of the boys. Oh, okay uh, and they had a a companion show, Prime Rewind,: colon, Inside the Boys. Where uh, Aisha Tyler just sat there and talked to people about the episodes afterwards,
0: uh, like Zoom style. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Got so of. it was produced recently, though. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I like Aisha Tyler. Yeah, no, it was good. I it, like I like how she keeps popping up in, in over the years. Exactly. Uh, you know, it's uh, exactly
1: the same. How is this happening? Yeah. <laughs> So season 2 was uh, bigger, better and more fucked up than the first season. Yeah. And uh they the tagline, Did you just read the tagline no, on
0: the poster. <laughs> no, I don't
1: <laughs> bigger, think so. Bigger, better, more fucked up. But that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh and uh it it's uh you know, once again, this is another one of these shows that was made 2 years ago mm-hmm. and is eerily relevant, you know, relevant right now. A mm-hmm. lot of the themes going on in the show that have to deal with power and fascism mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. rise of the right. Yeah. Uh, the alt-right, social media, things of that nature. It it fucking goes all those places.
0: Uh, well, that's all just I Just mean. underneath the guise of superheroes. Sure. It's all <clears throat> thematically yeah. like, rich material. You can get a lot yeah. of drama out of, of that stuff because yeah, so, it is so timeless. They got, a, they got a new hero who's named Stormfront. I've, I've, I've seen writings of Stormfront, this new... Because he's that type of thing. I'm not yeah. watching the show. Yeah. I'm intending yeah. to like fucking a yeah. thousand other things, mm-hmm. um, but I know there's Homelander. I know now Stormfront is coming to yeah. like. Uh, well, it's great because he's like a challenger to Homelander in well, a way, or well, something no, it's, for, it's, for it, big badass. Uh, yeah.
1: It's a she in this one. Nice so in in this in this version. Uh, I guess in the comic books, yes, it was a dude. at okay. the other. Okay, uh, but uh, yeah, the, some of the imagery that's there um because she ends up we find out that stormfront is a spoiler alert uh she's a uh she was the first superhero, and she's a fucking Nazi.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: perfect. Straight up. I like that.
0: Straight up a Nazi. I like that. Hasn't because, aged a day since the 40s. Because our first comic book superheroes were uh, the Klan yeah. in Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. So yeah. so
1: she's uh, she's a Nazi, okay. and she's racist, and she's a fascist, Okay, and Homelander's kind of a fascist. Yeah. So there's some great imagery of them making out and fucking and things of that nature, and like she just does some awful thing, and then makes out with Homelander, and he's literally draped in the American flag. Oh, yeah. That's some... That's it. That's some fucking imagery right that's there. That's what it is right when, there. When you have a Nazi making out with a fascist American, Yes. draped in the flag, and that is literally what is pretty the, the, much going the, on in this country right Russia now. So there's America. So... This is America. Exactly. So good Good season, good follow-up. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's still just as funny, and uh, a lot of the gore is played for
0: laughs. It is based on... So a comic I, book series. And I know it started around the Bush era. Is it still going? I have no idea. Mm. I'm not... Was it Was limited, maybe? or Not maybe? in on the boys. Mm. All right. Well, boys, season the two, first. Amazon. Yes. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right.
1: Also watched uh, on Netflix, The Cabin. With Burt Kreischer.
0: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I've seen this uh, had just come out. Mm-hmm.
1: It's uh, five 30-minute episodes. Okay. It's all right.
0: Nice and quick. It's... Is it a sitcom?
1: No. It, what is it? it? Is it a, co- ba- a comic basically, show? Basically, so Bert Kreischer found a way to get Netflix to pay for him to go hang out in a cabin for a couple weeks and have celebrities come and talk to him and do stupid
0: shit. It hmm. sounds like a good time. Yeah, it's just all right just all right yeah. just all right it's just all right all right all right what are you gonna do they all can't be wieners um I mean Berg Kreischer's a likable guy he is a likable guy it's pretty easy I'm sure just spend like 30 minutes here or there with them and like, all right so we moving on mm-hmm. that's the thing there's so much TV now that at this point it's just is it content yes is it okay yes sometimes that's enough yeah
1: yeah. And then uh, I mean, been,
0: look at this. We've been doing this for four hundred something episodes. I mean, right. Sometimes like, <laughs> it's we, a we know time of, it's just like this. Yeah, you know? we know about okay, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it's good enough.
0: <laughs> I guess. Are we the cabin of podcasting, or is podcasting the cabin of podcasting?
1: Anyway, uh, also playing a video game called Cloud Punk. Cloud Cloud Punk. Punk. So uh, take. Like Minecraft, Minecraft graphics, okay. and put it into a cyberpunk city in the sky, okay. and you play a delivery driver who goes around, and you. It's basically it's like part adventure, mostly just exploration. You're just driving a flying car around a future city in the sky. That sounds fun, and it looks most of, most of the time it's like okay, this is thirty two bit Blade Runner. That sounds fun. On Play Xbox? Uh it's out on Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo Switch. It's been on PC for a couple years.
0: Okay now. Why this game?
1: Why this game? Because it's it's Cyberpunk. It looks cool. It, it
0: it's, the like jury, I said, it's Did you read about it? Did you just come across it in the marketplace? Well no, I uh,
1: I knew that it was coming out on consoles okay. uh when I got into uh, when Cyberpunk 2077 was kind of, you know, mm-hmm. that's on its way out. Mm-hmm. I wanted to kind of keep going in the genre and see what else was out there. I mean, I've always been, sure, yeah. you know, they're all basically just Blade Runner video games mixed yeah. with other. Fun sci-fi futuristic stuff that I'm already into. And so, I, and
0: I get that too, where you're like, you're, you're wanting to get in on something, but it's not available, so you just find something sort of adjacent to it. Exactly. You know, like I, I remember I couldn't get the iHeart Huckabee soundtrack because it wasn't available uh, right when the movie came out, so I was listening to the the Punch Drunk Love soundtrack. I was like, hey, is this <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> yeah, is still exactly exactly. Cyberpunk's
1: not out yet, but this game is, so it's still you know. But like I said, it's like Minecraft graphics. It's almost like 3D, 16 and 32 bit. Fun. So you know, everything's just big blocks, but e- everything, you know, you're in a neon city in the sky. Everything's neon, and every all the neon's hazy because it's raining all the time. <laughs> like it doesn't stop raining in the game, and it's always nighttime. <laughs> so, and you've got and and, and there's a great fucking vaporwave soundtrack that goes along with yeah. it. So, ha- like I said, half the time you're just. Flying is, is, around a city in the sky is, like is a, listening
0: to Vaporwave. Is a little thirty two bitty? Does it sound like sort of like chip music chip tunes? No, it's it's like,
1: very no, it's very modern. It's still very modern. Yeah, like
0: I mean it's it sounds just wonder how far it would take the retro feel of it.
1: It's very much you know, kinda sounds like the intro to our song to our podcast.
0: Shout out to Akon Audio, Rob Ryder, for all your music needs. Go to Akonaudio.com. This episode parts you in part by Akon Audio. but it's a lot of fun. Oh. And it's, uh, I
1: mean, it's cloud punk. I've been playing it for maybe ten hours. I'm probably most of the way through the game, so it's going to be, you know, maybe a twelve hour game total. That's uh, doing everything. Yeah, pre- and you pre- know, pre-
0: pretty soon we'll be get, we'll be getting updated video game systems no. here. So uh, I'll add it to my short list of, and it's uh, also, of games we uh, checking out.
1: And it's also because it's a short game. It's also not full price. So it was only twenty dollars. Ooh, even
0: better. Even better. I'll definitely, I'll definitely look for it when it was. It was a lot of fun when I get back into gaming. I,
1: I very much enjoy playing it. All, all right,
0: thumbs up. Recommend for Cloudpunk. Anything else?
1: No, nope, that's it. That's everything.
0: All right, guys, we're gonna take a break here. Uh, first things first. Uh, the second half of the show will be brought to you by Streamline Mortgage Solutions. So we'll have a quick word about our sponsor, and then right after that, we have a new. Death at the Movies from Billy D. checking back in from Nightstream Nightstream Fest uh, seeing some new movies he's got some reviews Fuck yeah. so we'll listen to that and then we'll be back with the second half of the show we got an email we have a comment in the Facebook group and Drew I gotta watch that thing while I smoke a cigarette Drew's gonna watch this duck sauce <laughs> vid while he smokes a cigarette and we will be right back hey gang If you live in Florida and you are looking to buy a new home or you want to refinance your loan, you have to hit up Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Streamline has been in business for 15 years and you can do everything with them online at StreamlineFlorida.com or over the phone with one of their experienced team members at 407-898-4477. here's how they do it you need a new loan want to refinance your current loan contact them they'll tell you what they need they'll take all that information and they will go shop out and find the best deal for you they'll come back with options and you get to choose what you want to do it's so simple to work with streamlined mortgage solutions we even have a testimonial from simone in castleberry she worked with brian zymel the owner of streamline she said refinancing your mortgage is not on the list of things you want to spend a ton of time on streamline makes it fast and easy they explained everything answered all my questions and gave me a list of documents to get to them once submitted they kept me updated weekly until my closing my friends are all getting refis and said it took three months and they were constantly being asked for more paperwork not me i was asked for everything up front and the team moved fast I close in less than a month. I would 100% recommend Streamline to everyone looking for a mortgage or a refi. You can't beat that kind of testimonial, guys. Use Streamline Mortgage Solutions today for your new loan or to refinance your current loan. Let them know you heard about Streamline at Cinema Crespidiso.
2: Watch a few movies, take a few notes. Billy D's Death of the Moon what's up my dudes Nightstream is closed but the films live on what a great little fest can't wait to see if this becomes a thing next year or if this was a one-time deal because of you know i wish i would seen more but i was super busy with some other commitments but i caught a bunch of events and had a great time at each of them and i caught some movies too so let's talk about them Noah Hutton's Lapsus is a film I missed at Fantasia, but I'm so glad I got a chance to catch it at night stream. This is a very cool, very well-made and acted, low-budget sci-fi film about late-stage capitalism and the gig economy. Dean Imperial, great fucking name, plays Ray ray is a something of a petty crook getting by until a scam he's been running at the airport gets busted up his little brother has some sort of generalized fatigue disorder that is spreading called the omnia and ray needs thousands of dollars quick to get his brother the treatment he needs there is a way to make a ton of money fast by rolling quantum cable between checkpoints the quantum cable is somehow linked to the stock market It's all explained in the movie, but Ray needs a medallion, like a cabbie, to roll the cable, but it takes a while to get certified. Good thing he's sort of a criminal and knows some shady people, and he gets a counterfeit medallion and off he goes. But the medallion Ray is using has a history on the trails. Noah Hutton directed the hell out of this. It's a very realized world and confidently presented to you i believed in everything that was happening here and the information is smartly drip fed great job lapsus is super heavy on confusion and existential dread so naturally i loved it and i'm looking forward to see what noah hutton and dean imperial go on to do darkness directed by emanuela rossi is another interesting and small science fiction film about three young girls riding out a solar apocalypse with their father in an increasingly dilapidated home. This was a great slow burn, and the less you know about it, the better. I loved the presentation of this post-apocalypse here because it sort of matches what our current situation is. These three girls are forbidden from going outside because the son has quote unquote, gone crazy. I loved how this was presented from the point of view of the eldest daughter, Stella, who was just old enough to remember the before time and doesn't really understand what is happening, but recognizes how dire their situation has become, especially when their father goes on a supply trip and doesn't return. Stella has to make a lot of hard choices in this film, and this film is anchored by two great performances and some seriously great post-apocalypse found fashion. I still have three films to cover for Nightstream, two retro picks, and a revenge thriller. I'm very stoked on, so look forward to the roundup and the exciting finale of my Nightstream coverage next week. Stay cool, Billy D.
0: And we are back, Drew Stikogman, how'd you enjoy that duck sauce pre of a music video that I guess is just a video itself, ends up being the video itself? I
1: mean, yeah, yeah, it's exactly what it was, it was a pre but, uh, I mean... A how-to <clears throat> making, how to make a music video, a how to make also. It, yeah, uh, how-to preview a music video, like, we got a great idea for a music video, we're gonna use Shutterstock and Getty Images, and we're not gonna remove any, we're not gonna pay for any of it, so the logos are still gonna be on there, <laughs> yeah. and we're gonna use some weird game Very, engine to put in... Smart. All the celebrities. Uh, I, I, I like Morgan Freeman DJs. I, I like the butthole section. That was something. Yeah, that that was interesting. My, my my favorite part was when Vin Diesel was inside of somebody's butthole dancing, and then we, and then we went inside of his butthole. That he, we were already inside a couple buttholes too.
0: Yeah, we got we got butthole deep on that. And one.
1: then the uh, all the simulation talk that was just.
0: Woo. Yeah, they, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> they just like copy and paste some Wikipedia uh-huh, stuff, yeah, yeah. and it shows you really, uh-huh, really fast. It's uh-huh. empty. It's like it's a pause. Yeah. and don't, don't and do it. And read. You don't want to
1: do that. a rabbit hole. You don't want to go down. Just, just let it go
0: by. It's a ridiculous weird video. It is, but it's a lot of fun. It's enjoyable. It's duck sauce, It's Best Buy. Check it out. Shoutouts to Streamline Mortgage Solution, our sponsor. Right after butception, we definitely got to talk about Streamline Mortgage Solution. Thanks, Drew. You're, You're welcome. Here. You're earning that fifty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> uh, um, let them know you heard about Streamline Morgan Solution at Cinema Crest Pisa or or Time Trivia I, I benefit either way <laughs> that works yeah yeah both those actually most of our PFT shows a lot of them are sponsoring now so uh, and then also Akon Audio just because I mentioned them earlier why not We love Rob Rob is awesome yeah it's great Right, so we're we gonna do uh, patreoncom slash So people can sign up for our Patreon, give us uh, a little bit of your monies, so and you get a lot of our good works, such as uh, new episodes come out every Friday. Uh, the one that just came out this past Friday was our uh, ooh episode ten of our twelve episode psychology series, limited series on the Patriots again. <laughs> relevant. Wow, what a movie. Good men on both sides. <laughs> I think there's some good men in there. That's actually it seems like all lying. Talk about militia. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think some of those boys have some good ideas. But I'm just gonna murder the fuck out of them. I'm just gonna murder the fuck out, of of the, fuck out of the one guy who's the head. He's an asshole. He says asshole funny. He's an asshole. Um, so we have new episodes every Friday. Check out patreoncom slash So you can email us cinemaCrestPuddy so at gmail.com and we will read it on the show just like this.
1: This is from Gabe. What's up, and Gabe? What up, show? <laughs> Oh, he did it back. Mm-hmm. Halfway through October, and I haven't watched shit for Halloween. Hmm. It's my favorite time of the year, and I just haven't been that festive uh, yet. Yeah. Still working on my hundo too, but I should be able to complete it fairly easily. Nice. Anyways, what has been your most memorable Halloween costume based
0: on movie or TV? Uh, I dressed as Wayne Campbell, fifth grade. Okay. And um, what, was it a good one? A good Wayne? Yeah. I mean, did you like the part? It's a little fat Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fat little Wayne. I was a little Wayne and my my friend Kyle was Garth. Wait, you were little Wayne? I wasn't <laughs> I, I was not a little Wayne, I was a little Wayne. <laughs> okay.
1: Okay, just wanted to clarify
0: that. I had a, I had a like a black, like cheap ass trucker hat that did not say Wayne's rolled on it. I put on a wig, black T shirt, jeans, cheap as fuck costume, but then when he had me standing next to my friend right on a blonde wig and flannel shirt and eyeglasses Wayne's World mm. and, and this is like 1992 uh, so uh, relevant No, yeah. it was actually on TV at the time
1: I remember when I was a kid I did uh, I was Terminator one year how'd you pull that one off uh, glasses so well no they had uh, they had this thing where it was like a like a Phantom of the Opera face mask <laughs> but it yeah. was but it was the uh, it the was the skull yeah. yeah yeah so you put that on and put some fake skin around it and it stuck on but the cool part about it mm-hmm. which ended up being the worst part of the whole thing (laughs) was it had like uh, an LED in there for the glowing eye. Wow. The problem was this was the uh, early 90s. Yeah. So it was not an LED, but it was a tiny red light bulb that you had sticking right next to your eye. It
0: was just like burning your.
1: Yeah. It was just (laughs) even even if your eye was closed or if it was like you couldn't open your eye in there because it would probably scratch the cornea on all the fucking wiring. Yeah. Like there was foam
0: in there, but it didn't. It wasn't protecting nothing. No no, no. no.
1: So you had to sit there with one eye closed and then you had this bright red dot there the whole time.
0: You were probably blowing out all your rods and cones, I mean, man. maybe. <laughs> perhaps.
1: But this was the 90s, man. It we was, didn't know any you, better. You were
0: just having a good time. <laughs> I was
1: I was a kid with a mask. You
0: were you were a T800. Mhm. It was fun. That is fun. Yeah. That's a good one. So you were a terminator. I was a Wayne Campbell. <laughs> we were fun kids. Mhm. Uh, thanks uh, Gabe I know I've been slow on horror movers too that's why I watch people under the stairs
1: also every
0: year has a pedestal oh is this more
1: email Uh I thought it was over no we
0: got more oh you were you were just like settling back like this is done I'm done with my episode nope I'm going home also every year has
1: a pedestal costume that you that kind of defines the year in media so I'm thinking Joker after Dark Knight came out slash Gorgon after Stranger Things debut so what defines 2020 Chris
0: uh, that red ball coronavirus thing we keep seeing all year oh so, maybe someone's gonna walk around like a giant coronavirus
1: yeah I mean, I could see a lot of people dressing up as, like, doctors and nurses and being able to wear a mask because it's part of the fucking costume. There
0: you go. Masked costumes <laughs> are going to be big in 2020. Expect lots of Sub-Zeros, <laughs> lots of Scorpions, <laughs> some of Morton Joes. Uh, what else are we looking at? Uh, who else got the next no. yes, oh, episode? I mean, they some brains together. i here if, to if, collect if, your candy, Gotham.
1: If they want to go full out, they can do... Um, uh, Bruce Willis in Twelve Monkeys as he's doing the time travel. Oh that, my goodness! That weird plastic suit thing. Yeah, it's true. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah anything that has a crazy suit. You yeah. can a full body suit. You can do. You can do Jake Gyllenhaal Bubble Boy costume. Uh, that's the best costume. Some sort of bubble, obviously makes driving difficult. We can just get an Uber. Uber driver will appreciate that you're in a bubble.
1: Yeah. That that way you, do, you don't throw up all over the car too. You just throw up in your bubble.
0: That too. Oh man. Should we just live in a bubble society? <laughs> I feel like that's better. That would be better for all of us if we just bubble up. Fuck the mask <laughs> up. Bubble up. That's you know, Cinema So tip of the week. Bubble up, bitches.
1: And w- one last part to the email, Chris. Oh, there's more email? All I s- right. Thanks, Gabe. I saw the dog face guy, Cranberry Fleetwood Mac, has his own costume he's putting out. And oh, I yeah, think okay. that's a pretty good one
0: that guy yeah that man i guess that's a good time to have a, some sort of viral video blow up right around halloween you can capitalize on that uh you can that guy could sell like a a, a bald cap with a feather tattoo on the side mm-hmm. cuz he got that the yeah. native american feather eagle thing going on uh, ocean spray gave him like a lifetime of cranberry juice and a new and pickup a truck, truck. <laughs> 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 like what and- the what the fuck man? You, you, you never know, Chris. I and mean, now you got all these people out there like doing their own rip-off videos. That's the, I don't mind the guy. Uh, it's, yeah. it's all the, <laughs> all the people after him are like fuck yeah. all yeah. of you.
1: But Mick Fleetwood did it. That's one thing. It is one thing. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. He's like, "Oh, you know what? That's great." I'm gonna do my own. I
0: I will homage his homage. Yes, I will. It's like I recognize. I recognize that this is happening and that it's cool. Yeah, uh, our song's number one again. I just made like a thousand dollars. Exactly,
1: uh, because some dude was drinking cranberry juice yeah. on a skateboard. It's like
0: Phil Collins. He got a check for twelve grand. Like this year, it's like what? Oh yeah, some teenagers are talking about uh, uh, in the air tonight on YouTube. Yeah. Like what? Okay, cool. Thank you, TikTok. Uh. Teenagers, please talk about cinematic <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, it's, the people are corny as fuck. But good for him for selling that costume. Smart guy. He, I saw a video with him, an uh, interview. What was it not uh, NBC Nightly Nightly News? I think the bit on him, and that's where I saw then uh, Mick Fleetwood like doing his video. Yes. That's exactly where that belongs to. Yes, he does his on TikTok, Mick. It's on, like, broadcast TV yeah. news. That's where, that's where that video belongs. <laughs> exactly. Uh Nowhere else. Anyway. Is Gabe's email done? You keep, mm-hmm. you keep pausing. Mm-hmm. I keep interrupting like a jerk. Yes, we're good. All right, thanks, Gabe. We appreciate it, buddy. We also have a Facebook group. First off, if you're on Facebook, delete your account. It is... A hellhole. Um, what? Well, if you're not gonna, then join the Cinema Across week, So Facebook group, because we're pretty cool there. It's chill. We're having a good time. And we talk about movies and entertainment and the show. And uh, I put up a question or comment post every week that people can use just like this. Carmella asks. What up, Carmella? In the past. This has nothing to do with you, Chris. In oh, the okay. past,
1: a long time ago. I'm going to take a break. Does Bad Boy Drew prefer LSD or MDMA? Or- oh, oh, oh. Or both? Okay, you know what? Or neither. Hashtag
0: Chris Crespo is a square. So I guess uh, the next thirty minutes or so is <laughs> gonna, gonna be the Drew show. If you're want to ask him about, this, I'll
1: be nice and concise. Uh,
0: hallucinogen experience? Yeah, yeah. Good
1: I mean, I don't, I don't. I mean, it all. De- Drew, can you describe your life between the ages of sixteen? It all and depends. 24? Uh, for me personally, uh, L- LSD is fantastic. Mm. Yeah, it's a pretty hardcore hallucinogen. It mm. always takes you where you want to go. Um, Does it?
0: Uh, Sometimes it takes to where you don't want to go.
1: Yeah. I, either way, you're still there. <laughs> either way, it's either way. You, you you're there. there, and you gotta fucking deal with it. It's that's just like a fucking roller coaster, dude. You,
0: I'll take you,
1: you there. You, you. LSD is just like a roller coaster. You buy the ticket. You strap in And by, then you're on You
0: Buy the ticket right, Buy the ticket Take the ride
1: you, you are on the ride Until the ride ends sure. It's not up to you When, wh- the, ride when the ride ends yeah,
0: It's up to the ride operator Exactly And he's on LSD too
1: uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly You know what Talk to that Can't trust him He's fucking tripping hard He's trolling right now uh, And uh, MDMA Personally and This is me personally it's per- This is personal Personally Personal Not a fan of the pure MDMA More a fan of the Garbage of excess. See that came around in the late '90s. That's how you know Drew's a '90s guy. Yeah, oh, I, I like that bathtub ecstasy. Yeah. I, I like the mixture of all the, the weird, fun. I, I want a little bit of heroin and mm-hmm. some mescaline and maybe some, uh, maybe some speed mixed in with my MDMA. Yes,
0: look, I want my, I want all the drugs. I want the uppers mixed with the lowers to confuse my mind and my body. Yes, into ecstasy. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> that's why they call it that.
1: Yes, and doing them together is a lot of fun too.
0: That's That's a whole different experience That's trolling Yeah Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. The original trolling mm-hmm.
1: Yes not the internet garbage That's going on now
0: Yeah sure okay. Han Or uh, yeah. well, the Grimm's brothers They were They were tripping rolling all the time Right in their career. Where do you think those stories came from? <laughs> <laughs> the trolls just existed? They're drug hallucinations Uh, One time One time? I, I drank so much NyQuil <laughs> Do you You robo tripped? Yeah <laughs> Was it no Robotussin, right? Yeah. Tussin. It, it's the same thing. It, but it's uh, the it, Walmart shit. Though. Yeah, it's the,
1: it's the DXM in there. It's the cough suppressant that makes you hallucinate. The, the, the DM,
0: his name's DMX.
1: DXM, like I said. Gabe also got at us. <gasps> what up, Gabe? He says, I emailed the show, so read my email, then read this. Oh, okay. Or you've already read my email and now you're reading this. Yeah. Either way, reading is paramount. Wink eye emoji. He actually spelled out wink-eye
0: emoji. Wink-eye emoji? He actually spelled it out. Oh, true. Uh, The words. um, Sunglasses, smile emoji, uh, peace sign emoji. Right back at you, buddy. And then he did the actual emoji. So he wrote it out. Oh, then he did the actual one? Yeah, see? Uh See, he wrote it out. He wrote it, and then he did it. Mm -hmm. Um, We appreciate it, Gabe. Thank you so much. And that's it for comments and questions and emails. We will now move on to the news portion of the show. We have, oh, look at that. Twenty minutes and twenty stories. Minute a story. Uh, some of them will be quicker stories, like this: Greenland, the Gerard Butler uh, meteors mm. are coming to kill us. Movie mm-hmm. got moved to paid VOD. So perfect, sort of perfect. I and mean, it's where it belongs. It, it is sort of where it belongs. Nineteen ninety nine is a lot of money for a forty hour rental. So you I just gotta, it. You gotta wait. For it to eventually hit Hulu or, or Prime, actually no, excuse me, I actually have the answer here. In 2021, it's going to HBO Max. There we go.
1: So I'll watch it on HBO Max.
0: HBO paid apparently 20 to 30 million dollars just for the streaming window, just for that. So does we ha- do we have a price here for what they? It was STX and. Sometimes they report how much they actually sell the movies for to studios. It's interesting uh, to see how much some of them make because that's it. It's like if they sell the movie for 125 million, then that's it. It's a 125 million dollar grossing movie. It's not going to make any more money from at that point. It's it's out of their hands. Uh, this one didn't have that information there. Greenland does look like um, like in the 90s. It was a theatrical movie. Even now, I mean, but technically, na- but it's now a, it's a streamer.
1: Technically, it's a theatrical release because they still release all these. Garbage Gerard Butler movies. That, that's
0: true, and um, he's got his niche. And also, I wouldn't be surprised if it still plays. Well, well, though, I think it's going straight to VOD because Universal has a deal now where some of their movies being in AMC, and then like two weeks later they're going to be. Yeah. Either way, I don't care. Um, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, speaking of Trump supporters, were, were we speaking of Trump supporters? No, I don't think so. Hey, absolutely. Hey, thank you, Mr. President. <laughs> he loves a president. He got one of his boxer buddies off of, uh, he paroled him. Good for him. All these rich peop. all these rich celebrities are getting their friends and, and, and calls to celebrities, c- c- celebrities, whatever, mm-hmm. um, out of prison. So then they're like, no, this guy's great. He, he helped two people. He is working on this movie that he's been promoting per- pretty relentlessly lately. I think, he's, um, I think he feels very positive about it. And he doesn't always do this. Like escape plan movies, he doesn't always promote them to hard. We've talked about it recently. Went to Instagram. Samaritan, Samaritan is resuming filming. That's hard to say. Samaritan is resuming filming. What, what movie is this? Samaritan is the one where I'm a superhero, but I uh, was in hiding, and but a kid found me. And Now I'm coming back. Okay. Uh, here's an Instagram post of him where he writes, Adding scars and some burns for my character in Samaritan. This film looks great. There he is getting some makeup done. Some. Professional-looking makeup. Mm, mm. Good for him. It's looking fun. Fantastic. So he plays a—he's uh, playing a superhero who has been like on the run or in hiding, essentially for twenty years, assumed dead or retired, and some kid finds him, and uh, and brings him sort of brings him out of retirement. There, expected to come out in theaters June fourth, twenty twenty-one. I don't care. We'll see about that. Hey, you don't care? Come on. It's my first... Actually, no, it's not his first superhero because he played... Um, He was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Although it's not a superhero. No. And he's done comic book movies because he did Judge, Judge Dredd, Dredd, who's also not a superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, So is this his first superhero? It doesn't matter. I'm just curious. I'm always curious when these... Big, iconic actors do eventually turn to some sort of genre that they don't normally do, especially when it's, like, later in life. I mean, this guy is, what, he's, like, 104 years old, and now he's like, look at me, I'm a little punchy guy.
1: Well, hey, I mean, in in other Sebastian Stallone news, Rambo is a downloadable character in the new Mortal Kombat game. (laughs) Just so you know, so we we have RoboCop and now Rambo and Rambo, yeah. Mm-hmm. And wasn't there one more And Mortal Kombat and
0: Terminator? Is he yeah, I know Terminator's it? in it too.
1: Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah. So yeah, the the big three are <laughs> all in the new Mortal Kombat. <laughs> the big three:
0: Terminator, RoboCop, Rambo. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, that's, pretty good. that's a pretty good threesome right there. Yes, I understand. Um, someone noticed this on Disney Plus. Disney rebranded there. So now we have the MCU, Mm -hmm. right? What do they do with all the stuff that's produced by Fox and Sony and all that? They now lumped it all under a category on Disney Plus called Marvel Legacy. So your Marvel Legacy movies are where you'll go to find your... um, Non-MCU. Non-MCU. The the Fantastic Four movies can uh, be found. All the Mm X-Men's. All that stuff.
1: Yeah. Uh, All those old Spider-Man movies. Interesting to see, yeah. Although, like, although maybe not now. Uh-huh. Aha! <laughs> maybe those will be technically MCU, but uh-huh. multiverse. Aha, aha, Let me, I can jump And, af- and then that might just, you know, say that everything is technically MCU. This is, you know, Dolph London is
0: Punisher from Earth, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, from Earth-89. Yeah. They'll just use the ears.
1: <laughs> Which is fine. So, so does, that, does that mean we can get a... Can we, can we get Punisher All-Stars? <laughs> where all the Punishers come together. Ooh, that'd be fun. For a movie? That'd be fun. I'm we, tr- we can get Dolph London. We can get Thomas Jane. We can get uh,
0: What's-His-Face. Um, Ray Stevenson. Yes. And John Bernthal. Uh-huh. And that's all of them. I think so. There's been four Punishers.
1: I mean, unless there's some international Punishers that I don't know about, like, you know, Japanese Spider-Man and weird stuff Yeah, I was going to say, like, Tur- <laughs> Turkish Punisher. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He, he's got, like, uh, yeah. Um, I'm going to jump ahead to this story here. Spider-Man 3... Uh, rumors Right yeah. About uh, Toby Maguire um, Andrew Garfield We already confirmed Jamie Foxx What is going on um, Doctor Strange Will appear in this movie Three months before Multiverse of Madness What's going on Drew Ciccogren With this the is, Spider-Man movie This is
1: Spider-Man 3 Pre-Multiverse of Madness <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is Spider-Man 3 Not that Spider-Man 3 Exactly We're trying to fix it Um, someone got to a, let me see, approached by Entertainment Tonight Canada, a rep for, I guess, Disney um, or Sony. It was a Sony rep. Asked them to address the rumor. Their official response, those rumored castings are not confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) Those rumors are rumors. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, But you're not saying... They're not accurate. No, we're not. So never said no. No. It gave a very yeah. vague mm-hmm. response there. So, yeah, I yeah. expect a lot of crazy shenanigans with the Spider-Man movie coming out. I wonder if they feel emboldened a bit by Spider-Verse. I'm sure they do. Like, which oh, is, yeah, which people is, are willing to track a lot of uh, yeah. you know, right weirdness. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they're making Spider-Verse 2 at the moment. I mean,
1: yeah. as long as I can get more John Mulaney as Spider-Ham, mm-hmm. I'm happy to. Yeah. No, that's coming in <laughs> Spider-Verse 2
0: for sure, yeah.
1: Hell, I want a Netflix fucking thirty minute seasonal. Just Peter Porker is Spider Ham,
0: starring John Maloney. Doing some investigative reporting.
1: Yes, we can go. All you have to go go. There was in I'm not. I think in the 70s, it was it was an actual comic book run. Mm-hmm. Peter Porker, yeah. as Spider Ham, yeah. There's a whole. Marvel anthropomorphic universe. The stories are there. Yeah, yeah. And then in the the what the and what if comics in the 90s, they went like because Marvel did a 2099 thing, so they did right. So they did Spider Ham 2099. They, did
0: they really do a Spider Ham 2099? Yes, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's Spider Ham 2099. That's absurd. I have Hulk 2099. Yeah, and I think I Spider Man 2099, maybe. Um. Ewan McGregor on the Grant, 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 Graham Norton, Graham Norton on the Graham Norton show. I'm not, I refuse to click on this link for no reason. Uh, He confirmed Obi-Wan show was scheduled to start shooting in March. So they, I think even shot a pilot. Maybe at some point they had scrapped a lot of the work they were doing and they were reworking a lot of stuff. So McGregor just dropped this news. Obi-Wan expected to start shooting next year. So, expected to come out 2022. We, meanwhile, we got. Heard w- that? Star
1: Wars colon
0: Ronin. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds awesome.
1: And if it's not that, then they fucked up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were like partway through, like, guys, where's the Ronin part? Y'all fucked up. <laughs> okay, here's a Shia LaBeouf update. We're boofing in California. He has a theater company, the Slawson Rec theater company and they are putting on a production called 5711 Avalon the title is taken from the address where the production takes place which is inside a gated parking structure in South Los Angeles all of the performers are masked and outfitted in PPE and they will navigate through a drive-in testing facility, either playing staffers on site or patients rolling through as they get tested for the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So it's a uh, it's a play set inside a drive-through testing facility yeah. that you can go as a as a drive-in. It's sort of like Cats, but, with, <laughs> but under the guise of a pandemic.
1: Speaking of Cats, I just dropped on HBO Max. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. The... Guys. Release like, the butthole cut. Boy. There's some buttholes there. You can find them. You can find the buttholes. Find the buttholes. Find me the best buttholes. Uh, 30 cars per showing will be allowed. And if you're in Los Angeles and you have a car, maybe you want to go check it out? Question mark. Tell us what you think. Give us a review of the Shia LaBeouf drive-in theater experience. Park Chan-wook has set his next movie, Park Chan-wook. A lot of Bong Joon-ho talk lately, Mm -hmm. for a good reason, Parasite, etc., etc. But... Let us not forget that other master of filmmaking from South Korea, Park Chan-wook. He of Old Boy and The Handmaiden, which is currently on Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. Stoker. People need to see Stoker. That's a fantastic movie. He has a new movie coming out, Korean-language film drama, called Decision to Leave. It involves a diligent and serious detective. Most of his movies involve some sort of detective. Who is investigating a possible murder in the mountainous countryside. He begins to suspect the man's widow... Whom he develops romantic feelings for. Oh, ah, there we go. I think she killed him, but I'm still going to bang her. But I also want to have sex with her. Uh, he did a six-episode AMC-BBC drama called The Little Drummer Girl in 2018. which is an adaptation of a Jean Le Carre novel. Okay. And I need to uh, watch uh, that. To say, what's it called? <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Little Little Drummer Girl. So probably available anywhere um, AMC or BBC stuff is available. Little Drummer Girl. Add that to the list, people. Uncut. Um AMC Theaters may be out of cash by the end of twenty twenty. Another chain called B and B Theaters months away from bankruptcy. Uh that's a good times. Let's just move on for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they put out they had a thing where they're like, We got cash investments that'll keep us afloat through the end of twenty twenty one and now they're like, Oh, we want to make it this year.
1: You're you're right, we, we should have watched this somehow.
0: Yeah, it looks good. Uh just top three
1: cast. Florence Pugh. Oh. Alexander Skarsgard. Nice. Michael Shannon.
0: Come on. <laughs> Come on. How can we watch it? What's wrong with us? There was too much going on the last few years have been crazy, guys. We can't keep track of everything, okay? Twenty eighteen was a really fucked up time <laughs> in our lives. We're doing our best. Alright, so little drummer girl, add it to the list. Yeah. Eddie Murphy is coming to America. The two is the number two. So there you go. Got sold from Paramount. Again, just like Trial of Chicago 7. We talked about this a few months ago, maybe two months ago, that Paramount said they're going to sell off all their medium-sized stuff, and they're going to hold on to their big budget movies until the theater marketplace opens up, whenever that is. So Coming to America got sold. This one, they have, it says here... $125 Uh one hundred and twenty five million dollars Amazon Studios bought it for. Uh coming out December eighteenth. I will say this. This I think this means a couple things. First off, Paramount doesn't think this movie is that strong because they're not willing to hold on to it until next year. They just want to they have a chance to make 125 million on it and get out. Right. Yep. And um a couple people in our Facebook group. Worked on this movie in various ways. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Rob Ryder again from Akon Audio, Akonaudio.com His wife Becky, who works at Paramount as an archivist, helped with a lot of like the set recreation stuff. Um, so a lot of the work that she worked on, she's not going to see because they're an anti-prime household over there. Mm-hmm. I'm all about that Amazon Prime. <laughs> guys. I want that same day delivery. My toaster broke. I need a new toaster right now. Right now. Oh shit! Here it is. Who needs toast? You need some toast, Drew? No. No, oh, that's right. You're doing a the carb-free diet lately.
1: What do you mean? The majority of my diet is carbs. <laughs> I'm like an only carb diet.
0: Oh, I forgot. It's non-toasted carbs, right?
1: <laughs> no, it's just, just just toast is kind of lame. You know? Throw some throw some cheese on that bitch. You want me to put cheese on that bitch? Yeah. Some Welsh rabbit. Cheese oh, and toast.
2: Yeah, cheese and toast.
0: <laughs> some good stuff. Um, but the Welsh think it's rabbit. Castin, uh, they are Welsh. racist. They we, we poor, those poor Welsh. The uh, uh, Castin Trey's wife from over there, the Swery Jones Corps, um, getting grub. She uh, put up a. Oh God, we're gonna have to. like ask her about this. She put up a quick post or a quick comment in the Facebook group about how this production was a nightmare and that she was just happy that they got paid. Well, there we go. So I don't know. I think this movie is going to be a shit show. We'll find out soon enough. Um, Final details details are being hammered out, sources say, including two complex consumer marketing tie-ins with Crown Royal and McDonald's. Expect some Big Mix to be available at select McDonald's.
1: McDonald's are really hitting the black market these days with that fucking Travis Scott meal
0: and now this... The Travis Scott meal work too. The uh, sales are up. Like it's that's yeah. Whoever thought of that idea, was smart because it's working for them. Mad Max spinoff Furiosa Heard confirmed. It's happening. Yep. George Miller directing. Anya Taylor Joy starring. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. Abdul Mateen II also starring. Will Chris Hemsworth be a young and Morton Joe? Question mark. Question mark. Probably, more than likely, most likely, um it makes sense. He, he needs someone really charismatic to yeah. to show why this fucking like mon- like literal monster, monster of a person, how he became that yeah. literal monster why, of a why, person. Why people even care about him? Uh-huh. He's got the charism- that charisma, that carries smell. Plus, uh. Australian,
1: Hello. I was about to say. Actual Australian, the movie. <laughs> I mean, I, and I'm sure the ladies will love it. He'll probably be shirtless for the majority of it. Oh, think. my God. It's like, ladies,
0: I'm shirtless. <laughs> Look at my torso, ladies, how long it is. Long and live. I have extra abs. I got, I got extra abs. They came in the mail. Thanks, prom. I appreciate <laughs> it. Look at these cum gutters, nice and deep. I jizz right into them every night. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm doing my teens. going to be in it. These movies... You know, well, Tina Turner.
1: Yeah,
0: I was gonna. These these are white movies.
1: I mean, for the most part. But I mean, mm. it make it does make. I mean, it makes sense though in Australia. I there, mean, there
0: should be black people. The goddamn aborigines, the original Australians. You think? What oh, we all know? Australian <laughs> Santa's black. Oh, I'm a ho ho ho. I'm a black man. Come on down. Let me give you some presents. And then they throw boomerangs at him. He's like, Fawn, hang ten, bro!" And he and he just surfs off. He gets out of there because they're crazy racist in Australia. Um, I'm not saying George Miller's racist, but I'm thinking about it. his movies are very white. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. I'm doing Mateen. I wonder what what he'll be playing in it. But it's. Uh, I mean, it's
1: gonna be fun watching him being in weird fucking Mad Max garb. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure he's gonna look bonkers. Yeah, no, he'll
0: <laughs> physically uh, like he'll fit in great. He'll fit in great with all that. He was great in Chicago Seven. I just I, I want him just like
1: fully fucking like war painted up with like hatchets and yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that would be awesome. Um, Anya Taylor Joy, lead. All right. Mm-hmm. that's cool. She is putting together an interesting resume. Yeah, think she about is. it. So she like kind of came out with the witch. Right, that was yeah. like her first real big movie, sort of big. And she's working with Robert Eggers again on The Northman. Yep. She did um, a couple of M. Night movies, which was kind of yeah. cool. One of them was actually kind of good. She just finished, it says here, filming Edgar Wright's Last Night in Soho. Mm-hmm. So she's going to have an Edgar Wright movie under her belt. Yep. Now she's doing a fucking George Miller, Mad Max spinoff movie. We're putting together a pretty good like TV I mean, there. You she know? was good in Thoroughbreds. Thoroughbreds is a really fun little movie,
1: for uh, sure. Yeah. I mean, never... Saw New Mutants, but
0: apparently she was in that movie, too. (laughs) I'm I'm sure she's okay in it, but, man, I can't wait to see how bad that movie is. I cannot wait. And uh, she has a miniseries come out soon, The Queen's Gambit, where she plays a chess prodigy. So she's a busy person, putting together a pretty good CV, and she gets to be a young Furiosa. Interesting that we're getting a Mad Max movie without Mad Max. I'm okay with it. I'm actually okay with it, too. I mean, shit. Mad Max Fury Road was almost a Mad Max movie without Mad Max. Yeah. I mean. He was barely in that thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, man, when he was in the movie, though. He was in the fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of grumbling is over. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. So, we have a movie coming out about the founder of Chippendales, who will be played by Dev Patel. Was some they? dog millionaire himself. Yeah and this is from deadline he will play so steve banner banerjee banerjee this project has been in development for over 20 years it's coming from the director of i Tanya. and where is uh, it's about how let me see he made an investment living in l.a he made an investment purchasing destroying nightclub destiny 2 revitalized the business by first Starting female only mud wrestling and then employing the country's first male stripper troupe. This was the birth of Chippendales. Yeah.
1: I mean, w- w- without Chippendales, there would be no Magic Mike.
0: So. No, that's true. Um, history spoilers. Banerjee ended up having a habit of trying to hire hitmen to take out potential competition threats that created one or two issues in the development of the company. He ended up pleading guilty mm-hmm. to arson, racketeering, and murder for hire. Sentenced yeah. to prison for 26 years. But committed suicide in 1994. Sounds about right. Um, Alright, so there we go. That's, that's expected to be released May 28, 2021. We'll see yeah. about that. Expected what are you saying?
1: Say, sounds about right oh, us say sounds about right. In uh, you know, the vice industry.
0: Yeah, the tough industry, the to working guys, you know. Selling sex is dangerous. It can be. Especially when it's uh marginalized, criminalized, looked down upon. Gal Gadot story about how um, her pay went up dramatically from Wonder Woman to Wonder Woman 84, right? And someone at Elle magazine put a post on their website about how it was ridiculous that she got paid so little for Wonder Woman but Henry Cavill got paid so much for Man of Steel. So other people had to put out other articles to be like, that's incorrect. Henry Cavill did not make that much money. It's this whole thing. fucking thing. But just, I, I have... I got the details here. Juicy Cogburn, all this stuff is just normal business as usual. There's no story here. I love railing against liberal Hollywood. They're a bunch of pedophiles. I love mm-hmm. railing against them. There's no story here um, in terms of what people want there to be a story for. Gal Gadot made $300,000 for Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. She got ten mil for Wonder Woman 84. Mm-hmm. Um, Henry Cavill got... $300,000 for Man of Steel. It's mm-hmm. the same company. Warner yeah. Brothers DC. And then he got... Actually, there is no Man of Steel too. He's no. made his money via the Justice League yeah. and those other movies. Um, so then Simon Affair a fair one-to-one in terms of, quote, sequels. But their first movies, they got paid the same. And then for further appearances, they both got seven-figure deals. Oh. Upper... Like, good seven-figure deals. And that's just the way it is. Um, uh, Disney... And Marvel pays even less. Hemsworth for yeah. Thor got yeah. like $150,000.
1: Well, exactly. And in all reality, he probably got the same for Thor too. Probably.
0: He, <laughs> like he got signed in right away the three pictures.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. after the third one, now he's like, listen, motherfuckers. And everyone's like, here, take it. Yeah, you know, you're worth it. You you're worth you it. Per, $5 million,
0: $7 million, 10 the, million whatever it the is. The
1: thing is, like, it doesn't surprise me that these quote unquote big Hollywood stars only get X amount of money mm-hmm. for
0: their... For for the first
1: one for the first one Because I mean Yeah You know If if it's a hit The studio Will make A whole bunch of money On it The Mm -hmm. first time But here's the thing They're also gonna take A lot of that money And put it into The next one That is now A proven seller Mm -hmm. And now You can make more money too Not that they should be Scoffing at $300,000
0: For how many months of work Probably As an actor For a movie like this I would say Tops Tops four months of like real work four to six months of real work and then a couple months of the promotional bullshit so that's what some of them they're probably like i do all that other stuff for free it's promotional stuff that you're paying me for yeah you know exactly it's not that much work you're getting paid because thousands they, of dollars an hour i was about to say that even your pay rate 300
1: dollars, it may it, seem like quote unquote nothing that is a ridiculous re- Ridiculous it's sum a, of money. It's a
0: ridiculous amount of money, and ten million dollars is even more ridiculous. We can put that into a little more perspective here. Adam Driver for Force Awakens five hundred thousand. No. That's a pretty good payday for yeah. your, for your first Star Wars. Um, for Rogue One, Felicity Jones who had an Oscar nomination at that point, um, one million dollar payday. Nice. Goodness gracious. So, uh, gender pay gap, real issue. Yeah. I mean, in, ho- in Hollywood, it's also an issue in Hollywood. But for some of these, it's, it know, is. For but some it's, of these leads, it's not.
1: But to say, but yeah, even st- with that gender pay gap, they're still getting paid ridiculous amounts. Well, of money. yeah,
0: when you're at that level, they're getting paid ridiculous amounts. But I think, I think your gal gadots, I think your leads are getting paid what they're worth. Um, but there's also stories all the time of like other movies where not the lead, but like the next actor on the list who is an actress like gets paid way less, you know? and then the actor is like, you know, I'll. Give her two million of my like twenty million dollars so she can fucking pay her goddamn uh, mortgage. Let her pay her mortgage. Stephen King confirms Outsider season two being worked on. Cool. HBO hasn't confirmed that, but Stephen King just let it loose in a, in an interview here. So I just wanted to put that out there. I mean
1: that's fine. It'll probably be you know it's it's it would seem that it would be an anthology series. So a whole new story ish with. Kind with all new characters.
0: I don't want... Do I want all new characters? So I would love if the Bendelson came back. I definitely want more Holly Gibney. And then the way Outsider Season 1 ended... I mean, honestly, not that many characters left alive to no, go back. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, can, you can start the, a creative story happening somewhere, and then they're like, oh, I th- we can bring in someone. Or they show up like, we heard you're having an El Cuco problem. <laughs> Um, Speaking of coming back, Showtime announced Dexter Reboot with Michael C. Hall returning for a 10-episode limited series. Heard about that. I'm sure the Dexter fanatics are loving it. The Dexter fanatics like uh, Simon Time are really into it. And then even some Dexter skeptics who like the way the show started, not a fan of how it ended. Maybe they're seeing it as like, oh, this could be like a sort of fixing or... Hmm. Mm -hmm. Another stab at trying to end this thing in a cool way. It could be their Deadwood movie. It could be their Deadwood movie. The Deadwood movie was a nice little wrap up. It wasn't so much a movie as it was like just an extended episode. Yeah. And it, and it could be that sort of thing, but actually done as a series properly. They should just gave Deadwood a new season. I mean, yeah, right? but if that's, if that's well, right. I mean, if if we because I enjoyed that movie, but it's for they, sure for it, fans.
1: In in all reality, what they should do is just axe the last season and reshoot the last two seasons. Of, of, of Deadwood, we're of talking Deadwood. about Deadwood. Yeah, <laughs> that's what should have happened. <laughs> they sh- they shouldn't have crunched him to end season five the way he did. Yeah. So there could have been
0: a proper season five and six. Like, I want to put it in telephone. Season six would have been insane. It was gonna be so good. Uh, let me see: Chippendale, Gal Gadot, Stephen King, Dexter. I know what you did last summer series coming to Amazon. So remember that run of '90s, like. Uh, quote teenage horror movies. Uh, yeah. horror movies usually slasher, yeah, and
1: it got it got so bad that it got
0: lampooned, and then the lampoons got lampooned. Yeah, and, and then they fucked out their own genre yeah. like that. Well, now it's time for to come back as a TV okay. series. Uh, funny how. I mean, I guess it's been twenty years. It has been twenty years. It's time for to come back around. All these people are now in their fifties, forties, and fifties, and they're in charge. Like let's reboot our own shit. Um. Oh. Okay. This is uh, this is interesting. Netflix put out a tweet. They have a Adam McKay movie called Don't Look Up. And doesn't even say what this movie is. Blah, blah, no, blah, 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 but blah. the cast is ridiculous. The cast is ridiculous. Here we go. Leonardo DiCaprio joins Jennifer Lawrence and Rob Morgan alongside Meryl Streep, Kate Blanchett, Jonah Hill, Hamish Patel, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kikudi, Matthew Perry. Get the fuck out of here with this cast. I mean, is this Dune? <laughs> it's like, who, you know what we're going to do? We got you. We can't get Zendaya? Get Ariana Grande in here. <laughs> Wait, Timothy Chalamet, you can do both? Okay, we're good. Oh, we, we can squeeze him in. He's a young guy. He can, he can he can work days on one and nights on the other.
1: I just hope he doesn't pick up a uh, fucking weird drug habit from all that work. You mean like cocaine? <laughs> <laughs> you
0: mean like a, a, like a Michael J. Fox? I was just going to say. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Look, it's just hard to make... Back to the future and growing Pays at the same time. Those are 20 hour work days. Uh, really Scott's a direct Napoleon film starring Joaquin Phoenix. Saw that. Um, we have an update on Roland Emmerich's Moonfall. Josh Gad out. Stanley Tucci in. Okay. I love the Tucci. The Tucci's is good. The Tucci's is loose. Uh, this movie's been in development now since 2016, and it's about a mysterious force that knocks the moon out of its orbit, and we have weeks before it crashes into Earth to fix it. um Tuch is in, and who else was in it? Uh, I think another actor. I actually don't think I know who the other actor is. Just some gay. Just some gay. Cool. So that's new, the newest role in Emmerich being worked on. A couple stories left here. Man, I wonder how many
1: millions of billions of people were going to die in this movie.
0: I'm put it right at three million. Okay. Pretty low number when you think that about is, it. That yeah, is. Yeah, when it comes to a real numeric flick, that's actually quite low. About the moon coming off its orbit? I'm going, Only three million people die? Really? I'm going optimistic. Three million. It's, I was going to say, a, I'd, be, I'd say closer to a billion. Oh, wow. That's that's a big portion. Like, I'm population. pretty sure an entire
1: continent worth of people are just going to be wiped off the face of the earth that'd in be, this movie.
0: That'd be bad. Which continent? Don't say Africa. No. Okay.
1: <laughs> I was I was thinking tidal, you know, because the, the moon has to do with the rising and lowering of the tides. So I was thinking probably the majority of Asia. And, and Australia. And, 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 and the Pacific Islands, well, more than likely. Ho, ho, ho. Guys, and there God can't save there, you this Christmas. And there are a lot of people crammed into that
0: area, so. There are a lot. Okay, okay. All right, we'll go with your estimates. Um... Disney adding content warnings to older movies like... um, Dumbo? Dumbo. Dumbo, (laughs) Peter Pan. Dumbo.
1: Warning, Jim Crowes. What? You heard us... I have the warning here.
0: This program includes negative depictions and mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then and are wrong now. Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact learn from it spark conversations create a more inclusive future. Together, Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. How long did it take me to read that? Maybe mm-hmm. 15 seconds? No. The message appears for 12 seconds before Dumbo, Peter Pan, was Family Robinson, and the Aristocats without the ability for viewers to skip over it
1: that's good they shouldn't be able to skip over mm-hmm. it
0: at the bottom of the message Disney Plus also encourages encourages pff, fuck Disney Plus also encourages audiences there we go that was tough to visit a section of the Disney site called Stories Matter which is devoted to discussing its intentions about delving into its harmful past and mm-hmm <laughs> oh, yeah mm-hmm. Uh, all video produced in part by Gina Davis that's mm-hmm.
1: cool yeah that's well, cool. you know, that's what happens when, you know, Operation Paperclip brings how many thousands of Nazis into American prominent scientific positions?
0: 2,200,000. <laughs> 2,200,000? Was that 2.2 million? <laughs> um, yeah, guys, so we got to coddle the monsters somewhere. Finally, last story. They got us to the moon, though, Chris. And now they live there oh that's Mars <laughs> finally Disney Plus being pressured by some of their quote activist investors to release Black Widow to streaming they want. uh well, Disney announced that streaming is the future, and mm-hmm. they're reorganizing to emphasize the streaming. Mm-hmm. And shortly thereafter that, they got a open letter from one of their... Uh, oh, Dan Loeb. He's a hedge fund manager. His company, Third Point, owns a sizable stake in Disney, and he is um, an activist investor, Drew, which is, I mean, with Nazis up there for some of the worst people in mm-hmm. the goddamn world. Do what I say or I'm pulling my money. I mean, just fucking the worst, grossest, bottom-line people in the world. Um, he wants Black Widow out on streaming. And it represents a big chunk of money. So we'll see what happens. Mm. If that'll ever happen. that would be a shame. It'll be a shame. I, uh, I saw the news trailer for Black Widow in front of Akira, I think. And I was like, this looks fine. Looks like a fun action-filled movie. It had a more Florence Pugh in it, and more of like the family, the harbor, and Rachel mm-hmm. Weisz all that. I was like this looks enjoyable. I want to see this movie. Yeah. Um, I, it's big enough that I want to see it in the theater. Yeah. And if I gotta wait till next summer, I guess I'll wait till next summer. I'm not clamoring for like it was Tenant or Dune or something.
1: I so. just want to see if Rachel Weisz has those. Fucking fighting chops.
0: I'm sure she doesn't close those, and i will probably have a little bit of a shaky camera. And then, and then they'll cut to a stunt woman, and, and you're just like, "Why am I even?" <laughs> I'll just watch a Thai movie if I want some chops. Um, you okay. Mean, you mean you mean like chocolate, it, which is available now on Amazon Prime, Ooh, I think. Tiny, so people check that. Tiny Asian movie. autistic girl whoops the shit out of everyone. That lady's got to be like, she's got to be like 21, 22 now. She's got to be. I wonder if she's done other movies. I don't know. But that, uh,
1: that, that, that movie was amazing
0: that movie was a lot of fun chocolate on Amazon Prime check it out Streamline mortgage Solutions we appreciate you guys for sponsoring Trusa Cogburn thank you sir you're welcome and you are welcome listeners for this week's show we'll be back next week with 407 oh thank heaven peace out